turn in your nerd badge right now, John. Hey everyone, this is Big Campaign Stories. We are short a player this week as they're out actually adventuring, uh, so we're doing a flashback episode centered around Lucius. This takes place two years before the start of the game, before Dosh joined the company, and it was just Lucius and Fours, and Oswald had just gotten hired on. Okay, let's start with them lightsaber checks. Hey, I'm Jesse. I'm playing Oswald Rayland, and I got a four <laughs> backed up by an eight. I'm Sean. I'm playing fours, and I'm going to double one right now. Oh, no, six. This is John playing as Lucius, and I rolled a 15. All right. So, John, when did your parents disappear? What time of year? Oh, it's it's got to be winter. So you wake up on a cold winter day. There's warm coffee sitting next to you, put there by Barry. You can hear him currently out by the front door, paying off the blink dogs for the protection money that they demand. I'm sure I'll sit up off my couch and just slowly grip it, realizing the day's about to start, and just kind of grimacing. Fours, Barry would poke his head in and ask if there's anything you need for breakfast. I go blank with a uh, uh, cascade of possibilities in my mind. But no. <laughs> Oswald, having still not quite gotten your apartment yet, as it is your first week, Barry opens your door. And tells you that it's time to get up. Oh, awesome. I get to stay at, at Boulder Acquisitions as a place to sleep while I'm looking for an apartment? Job perk. <laughs> I imagine I'm, I'm already awake and grooming myself and everything. I'm, uh, since I'm new to the job and I'm only 19, I'm like super worried about being late to work or anybody thinking that they should not keep me on. <laughs> Your casual optimism works as a pretty good protection for what seems obvious to Fours and Lucius. That Barry does not like you. Damn. Well, I don't know that that's obvious to me, so I'm just going to proceed forward. <laughs> it is a cold day. Light snow is falling. Outside, you can hear a bit of commotion. What do you do? Well, for me, I'll sit there for a moment longer, thinking about changing the flavor of this coffee, and then just not having the interest in it. And then get up, walking out to meet up with the rest of the gang. Remember that I've slept in these clothes last night. <laughs> Unlike the coffee, just, all right, I've got to be a little bit cleaner. And I'll uh, magic up my clothes to be cleaner. <laughs> Walk out to meet everybody else. Barry will have set aside in the main room a nice suit that used to belong to your father's. Do we all know what's going on? That there's a, a funeral or something that we're attending? Or is this is this new information to us? Fours would probably remember it from last year, but for Oswald, no. Got it. I'll look at the suit. And look over to Barry and say, I won't be doing that this time. Very well, sir. I'm sure you've already noticed that Matilda has left you several messages to not be late. No, thank you, Barry. I had. Sorry, sir. I imagine I'm just kind of going around the office, just tidying things that don't really need to be tidied, like trying to neaten and straighten things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, your main conference room is very clean. Yeah, I'm probably wiping down the table anyway, because it's like, ah, I need to look busy, and I'm not sure what to do with myself right now. Yeah, I imagine the extra room that you sleep in later will be filled with sculptures and broken parts of other things. Is uh, Goodberries a thing yet? Yeah. I'm sure it will be there, but do we frequent it? It's the question. It just opened up recently, as they've just hired on a line cook. Hmm. But yeah, you guys know about Sabrina and Esper, uh, the two halflings that run it across the street. Uh, Sabrina is pregnant. With their second child, and they have a small four-year-old named Eric that runs around. Are they open yet? Yeah. I, I don't know if we have time for it, though. <laughs> I, I will get my giant, down, puffy, 
black floor-length coat on <laughs> to go out into the snow to cross the street. Yeah, I'd like to think that, yeah, we want to go to this newly reopened Goodberries. Let's give it a shot. We've got the time. Yeah, stepping out into the light snow, you hear the fun crunch and see your breath coming out before you. Off to the right past the building, in front of the fence, you can see three members of the Blink Dog gang. Uh, on the ground in front of them are two members of the Moon Rats. One of them a lizard folk, the other human. They are being yelled at as they are being struck with a large club, telling them to get off their turf. If you guys make extended eye contact with them, the Blink Dogs will tell you guys to piss off and keep going. I probably do make extended eye contact with them because I don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that we all kind of do. Or can't speak for four, sorry. Yeah, I probably definitely do. <laughs> Giving them like kind of the extended look, but then the resign, but still kind of bitter, like look away and start walking towards good berries. I'll definitely have a questioning look towards Lucius, because I'm sure I have no idea that he's paying the blink dogs, but I'm not going to say anything. As you head across the street, the door will open. As you see the older man that normally is parked at the corner, uh, walking out in a large coat uh, with a small Lycol. You know this man is Sharap Dell, and he's arguing with the local baker, Barali. Uh, Sharap will wave uh, at Lucius, saying, hey, sorry about your father. Thank you for your condolences. And they will resume their argument about the last chess game they played as they walk back down. You enter into a warm diner, screaming of a small halfling child, uh, as the large lizard folk keeps repeating himself, trying to get him to say his name. Karashi, over and over, as the young four-year-old Eric... Keep saying crunchy. <laughs> Esper will bring you guys menus as well as plates and silverware. What do you have? I'll mill over the menu for a second and ask for a coffee. Yeah, absolutely. He'll rush off to get that for you. What do you guys think? You ever tried bacon pie? Uh, no. I uh, don't think so. I'm looking around trying to get a sense of this place to see if I can afford it. <laughs> Very aware of the state of my bank account right now. A set of three coffees come back around. Esper will ask you to excuse him, but just wave over when you're ready. Uh, as he goes chasing after a child that is currently holding a bottle of syrup. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just uh, pretending to peruse the menu as I also kind of glance around the diner. <laughs> it used to be a bar beforehand, but they've retrofitted it pretty well into making for a reasonably greasy spoon dining experience. Uh, in the background, you can definitely hear the cawing and crowing of some very loud and large chickens. I imagine I'm holding the menu, but I'm not really looking at it. I'm, I'm looking around at the place and just continuing to get a sense of what, what's going on in the place and how busy it is. And maybe listening on people's conversations, like just being generally attentive around me. Uh, you guys are the only people in there right now. Uh, you can see Sabrina cleaning up the plates that Barali and Shropdell had used probably just a few minutes prior. Guess I'll sip my coffee then. <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, condiments on the table mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be uh putting those into my coffee i gotta see what all this stuff is i'd probably tolerate black coffee but i'd probably want to doctor it up i think so seeing you do that i imagine i'd also reach for the same stuff and just like load up on cream and sugar i wasn't discounting if they had ketchup or mustard or any of that sort of stuff out it's going in i know what ketchup and mustard are so i don't put those in my coffee <laughs> the most common condiment you see here is Magman's brand hot sauce. Got this adorable little fire guy biting his lip, sitting in a pool of lava. Yep, that's going to my coffee. It's a spicy coffee morning. 
Sabrina would return. Have you decided yet? I'm going to look at uh, Lucius. Same. Looking over a little bit more. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to try this bacon pie. Fours? Uh, the bacon pie. <laughs> I'll also have the bacon pie, and could I have a side of one egg extra runny? Uh, she nod, absolutely. Uh, she send back the order before coming over to talk and uh, that they just reopened and bringing up that they're new in town. Um, Lucius. Lucius Hestipold. I run the establishment across the street. I say, oh, I'm for Sam with him. I'm Oswald. I'm also with him. <laughs> Great. I'll get this up in just a moment for you. We appreciate it. She will head back and you'll see as she begins to explain how to make bacon pie to the large lizardmen. The food arrives. It is greasy, but tasty. And the egg is proper runny, almost undercooked. So not undercooked enough is what you're telling me. She will say this one's on the house. You guys are neighbors. You know what, today? We really appreciate that. When you guys leave, the snow is falling a little bit harder. I can still see the blood splats in the snow off to the side. The footsteps you left coming across are already filled in. And as you return, Barry will alert you that I've already set up the arrangements. We just need to stop to pick up the lilies for Xavier and Matilda as well. Couldn't pick up their own. You can see Barry gets visually uncomfortable at that. <laughs> do I have a heat vehicle at this time? You do. Great. Boss, what are we doing today? You're wearing your best, right? I'm wearing my normal clothes, plus probably like a light sweater, which is the warmest thing I have. <laughs> Just to myself, I look under my giant down coat at my leopard print tank and <laughs> sweatpants. I, I think I might need to buy something. No, you know, Fors, I think you look good. Okay. I'll just keep this buttoned up. <laughs> and Oswald, thank you for your best. Sure thing, boss. I'll pull out some driving goggles and say, uh, Barry, when you're ready, let's go get those flowers. Excellent. You guys will all load up. Imagine I'm still getting used to like how I settle into a PHV with this giant hedron harvesting equipment thing stuck to my back. <laughs> Most of the time, I imagine, I tend not to be inside of vehicles. I tend to just, like, walk or get around using the, the grappling hooks. If it's kind of the same van that we have, I imagine there's kind of a clear space in the back somebody like you could crouch on into. <laughs> I mean, if there's an open seat, then I'll sit in the seat, and I'll just be like, you know that thing you do when you're trying to sit in a seat, but you don't want to take your backpack off? <laughs> you're just sitting on the edge of it, leaning forward. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'd be. Yep. <laughs> Uncomfortable. <laughs> Once everyone's in, I'll put down my driving goggles and we'll take off for how I'm dressed. I've decided to go with my normal business casual, just the normal dress pants, probably a white shirt and a vest to match black tie. As you guys get to the corner, goggles on. Uh, is Barry driving? No, I'm driving. Okay. You'll look off to the side and see the smoke coming out of Barali's bakery. Uh, you'll see Shrop as he's drinking some coffee, sitting there reading the newspaper in the window. As he'll wave at you guys as you stop at the turn. Give a nod back. Takes you guys about an hour to get to Raylan Memorial Park, the cemetery here, of which your parents' resting spot is located. On the way there, you will stop and pick up three sets of white lilies for each of you to place upon their resting marker. Yeah, once getting out of the car, I'll feel the cold again and uh, re-up the magic that keeps me warm. Talk about endure elements? Yeah. Imagine I, I zip up my, my leather delivery jacket. <laughs> you guys do arrive a little bit early. You have about five, ten minutes. 
before the other Estabolds will arrive. They arrive in similar vans? Each one of them arriving in their own personalized Hedron vehicle, both of them being driven by their own chauffeurs. Matilda exits the vehicle, uh, currently engaged in a very aggressive and loud phone call, of which she's making it very apparent that whoever she's speaking to is probably losing their job. Is her chauffeur an android? No, her chauffeur is a Corlan. Matilda Esbold is wearing all black with a dark blue business coat over the top of it. The black hat does have a digital feather like a crow's. Xavier steps out of his vehicle, stern with a square jaw. He looks, of course, like you, being your older brother, though a little bit shorter. Uh, you can tell he's starting to bald, but will not admit it. He will approach with a hand extended for a shake, uh, but will lean in to give a slight hug. And I'll match it. Matilda will wave at you as the last words you hear are, then you're fucking fired. <laughs> and she hangs up. Lucius, you're on time. Hey, Matilda. And I'll smile like that, <laughs> at that <laughs> and say, those sound like hugging words. I'll open up my arms, <laughs> uh, uh, revealing my attire slightly. There's probably one person in this area that she hates more than you right now, Lucius. It is the person wearing a down coat and a leopard print leotard. <laughs> uh, the hug that you were going to get, Lucius, has been traded back. Michelle, my God, you brought the help. My, my arms will slump to my side. They're people, Matilda. People that are close to me. She'll point at Oswald. And what's this one? I'll extend a hand and uh, as though to shake and say, my name's Oswald. Pleasure to meet you. No, thank you. Okay. And I'll put my hand down. <laughs> Xavier would say, hey, we have a little bit of a business to take care of. Do you want to do that before or after the flowers? As Xavier will walk forward, thank Barry for getting the flowers for him and hand Matilda's set to her. While you're pondering this, another vehicle does show up. Uh, this one, the driver gets out, and you see it is Ophelia Hasi. Uh, she doesn't have any flowers with her, but you can see the puff of smoke that comes from her putting out a cigarette. Uh, Ophelia has graying hair with bottle-framed glasses, uh, weathered skin, and you can definitely see the cigarette stains on her fingers. Uh, she does have a bit of a limp, but it's not really noticeable when you're walking next to her. She will come up and hug each of the Estebold children, giving an extra hug to you, Lucius. I'll be standing in line for a hug, too. <laughs> and she will definitely go over to Fours. Before looking at Oswald, we'll give him a hug as well. Oh, man, my first hug. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that says horrible things about your Android parents. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was an interesting childhood. <laughs> Thank you, Ophelia, for making it. Happy to be here. And with that, let's pay our respects first. Matilda will nod, as will Xavier, and they'll follow up. Uh, it's a bit of a walk up the snowy hillside, passing other grave markers. Behind you, you can see the massive lights of Amon Advancements casting up into the gray clouds above. You can see the various airships flying about, besides the cold. It's actually not a terrible day out here. You go over to the markers labeled Mortimer and Evelyn Estable. Xavier will put his flowers down first, followed by Matilda. Then followed by me. Ophelia and Barry stand back about 10-15 feet, putting you three at the front with Fors and Oswald standing a little bit behind. Close enough to hear. Uh, after they put their flowers down, if I see an opportunity, that wouldn't be too awkward. Or maybe maybe not. I'll walk up to the uh, marker and kneel down and touch it. Yeah, easily done. While you're doing that, uh, Matilda will approach you, Lucius. It's been long enough. We need to claim this before Amon takes ownership. Xavier and I have decided that you get the repo shop since you need something to do and you seem to like that stuff. 
We've divided up the assets and the rest. We've had to put some of the debt on your side to balance this out. Can you sign here so we can call this shit done with? You're dumping the debt on me. Yes. <laughs> Raise an eyebrow and look it over quick. Can I get a sense of how uh, any sort of joy in her from this? Absolutely. Give me a sense motive. Natural 20, getting a roll of 25. Oh my god. Flawless. You can absolutely feel the enjoyment she is getting from doing this. There's no doubt in your mind that this paperwork has been rigged professionally and effectively to screw you over. Now, you know you could probably fight her on this, but you also know how long that could take. And if it doesn't go well, then all of these businesses would default to a mod. And I look at her with my face getting a little bit bitter, but then a little bit dark, and just say, you know what? I'll make this work. I'll sign on the dotted line. Excellent. And hey, I know how much you uh, how much you like Dad's stuff, so I threw in his machine. He'd like to know it's in good hands. And she'll point over towards Barry. <laughs> Nothing. She got me there. <laughs> Xavier had stepped between you guys, and as Matilda begins to walk away, sorry, Lucky. It's not like you didn't already kind of get an inheritance, right? Oh, it wasn't your idea. What? To move the dead over? Just curious. No. No, I'm sure you'll make it up. You got all the magic. Yeah, well, you know what? I will. And then he'll straighten himself out a bit. And Well, if you need anything, don't. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, I never do. I'll go for another hug, though. Yeah, he'll give you a hug. Uh, he'll shake the hands of Fours and Oswald. I will shake. Yep. He'll give you guys both a look. Make sure he doesn't do anything too stupid. I'll just nod. I'll just give him a, a blank smile. And after a beat, I'll look to Lucius. Did that go well? We're about to find out. Xavier and Matilda get into their respective vehicles before signaling to their chauffeur to take off. Ophelia will stand there for a bit longer. Give you that look as she lights up another cigarette. I'm sorry about all this, hun. It's the best I could get them to do for you. Well, then I appreciate it. She'll say that they were going to cut you out. Matilda's real bitter that you got the magic. You know, she signed up for courses at the uh, colleges over on Basia. She didn't pass. You know, I'm really glad to hear that. For what it's worth to me. She doesn't know nobody appreciates magic these days. She'll stand there with you, finish her cigarette. Unless you have anything else, she'll give a round of hugs. Before saying, I'll make sure to send some business your way, Lucius. And I know I'll appreciate it. She'll walk by Barry, which they'll tip hats to each other. Ophelia will head down to her vehicle, leaving you guys standing here in the middle of this wonderful snowy landscape, looking out towards the city. Barry would walk over. And I'm glad that I ended up with this, Estebold. I'll give Barry a hug. He will appreciate it. Say, ah, don't worry about it. Anti-android sentiment is common here in Dusk Banter, and it's not like I like every human I, I meet. As he glances at Oswald. What? <laughs> I'm not even human. Close enough. <laughs> I have tentacles on top of my head. I'm... But if it's not how I was made, it would be something else. Like how they don't hire lizard folk to work for any of the corporations. Why's that? Most of the corporations decided that they just weren't, weren't smart enough or weren't worthy enough. But they're big and tough and very strong. Yeah. Well, I give a last look to the grave markers and uh, say, well, let's, let's go see what I just inherited. Very well. Uh, would you like me to drive? This time? Yeah. And I will uh, toss him my driving goggles. You will wear them ceremoniously above his eyes. So did you get a haunted mansion? Well, I got where we were just sleeping. 
That wasn't already yours? I declined to comment. <laughs> we just go on in silence with that one. Oh, it's going to be one of those awkward car rides. <laughs> so haunted warehouse. Sure, it's not haunted. There's probably no secrets. Okay, but there's there's always secrets, though. More silence. So, just you got the magic? It doesn't go to all the kids? Well, this particular magic is... I guess it doesn't work that way. You know, some people, they have to... They have to really understand how magic works naturally. And other people like me, it's just... It just happens. As if you're born into it. You didn't have to go to school? No, just... It's just always been around me. Hmm. But yeah, I hear it's pretty rare these days. You guys will be able to head back to bold requisitions. So was this uh, business in operation up until it changed hands, or was it just kind of derelict? Arrow licked. Imagine that they rebuilt it to shift debt over. I imagine we walk into the place with a breath of fresh air, and this is now actually ours. Everything, everything on the premises is technically yours. And I'll take that, but definitely can't do it on my own. So I'll turn to Barry and say, uh, well, Barry, how bad is it? Depends on what you intend to do with it, sir. If you're, if you're planning on uh, resurrecting this, I'm sure it can be done with a lot of work. I don't put anything past the Estabolds. If you're looking for someone to buy it, you could probably default this to a mod advancements pretty easily. Well, Ophelia did say that she'll give us some work. How about this? If you'll look at our books and see how much debt we're about to accumulate, um, we'll just start looking over what we have. Very well. I can do that. You're not going to sell the place, though, are you, boss? I'll smile and say, Matilda would love that, wouldn't she? I'll give that kind of, like, confused shoulder shrug, like, I don't really know. <laughs> it's hard to tell what she would like. And I'll awkwardly look at you both and say, no, we're going to make this happen. Okay, good. And I'll give kind of an awkward look at Barry before <laughs> averting my eyes and looking at something else. Barry would give you a stern glance back <laughs> until you look away. But getting time with the contract, you can see where Matilda would actually be very excited if you fail, as you would, as part of the contract is, it is to be sold to the next living Estebold at basically pennies on the dollar. So if you default, it doesn't go to Amon, it goes to one of them. Correct. Well, not going to give them that. I'm going to go exploring, unless this place isn't all that big. It's big enough that it would have been able to house, like, six people, have a uh, garage for people to work on, kind of a machine shop, and, like, kind of a general um, a lobby-ish area, what, what we call that commonplace, as well as an office. Yeah, you can see probably at one time this would have doubled over very well as kind of a workspace for multiple alchemists or constructors to build constructs and various other, various other alchemical or clockwork creations. The garage is big, and it opens into a fairly large, especially for this part of town, uh, outside kind of fenced-in area. The fence itself, 10 feet high, and the fencing here, it does look like it is reinforced adamantium. Huh. And if we're looking at that, that's probably the first time I probably realized that. It's not something you've probably ever seen. Right. So this is like adamantium chain link. Correct. No way a sculpt is going to get through that. <laughs> Still full of portent over there. Yeah, I'm in uh, haunted mansion mode, exploring and digging into things. Eventually, you'd find the room that has, of course, the portrait of Mortimer and Evelyn. The family relation is is quite obvious. 
you'd find the even creepier grandpa painting of Magnus. Gotta have one of those. He seems to be wearing the hide of a large creature, though you can't identify it from how old the photo is. And the man seems to bear a significant amount of scars. The engraving at the bottom says, After Bandersnatch, hunt in Verdant Isles. Oh, that guy's significantly more badass than I was originally thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Barry will call out uh, which room he's going to be using for himself. He will have set up the time to clean and, and make sure Lucia's room looks nice, as well as Four's. And you can tell there might be even just a little bit of an effort for Oswald's room. I guess I'd look to Lucius. We got any regular work today, boss? Well, right now, I think I need to figure out what it is we're licensed to even do. Um, It's going to take me probably a day to just figure this out and maybe speak with Ophelia to try to get a job. But I know that we're going to have to get some work going soon. And I think with that, I'll probably find myself going to the office area and pouring through things the best I can. It is a very large darkwood desk, a few uh, smaller bottles of liquor lined up in one of the uh, lower cabinets uh, at various stages of empty. The window in the back of this office looks right out into the uh, holding yard. Barry will clean while you work away. Uh, And then Fours and Oswald, what are you guys up to? Uh, Probably checking out the machine shop. Just seeing what's in there, fooling around with tools and whatnot. There is more than enough metal scrap, as well as tools here for you to repair and work on your hedron harvesting equipment. Cool. Well, I'll spend time with that. I'm still wandering around. I'll probably try and get up onto the roof at some point, unless the door's locked. It looks like it locks from the inside. Getting up on the roof, a bunch of pigeons would fly away as soon as you open the door. But it is snow-covered and cold up here. Looking down on the streets, you can see Sabrina's, you can see Barali's, uh, you see a couple uh, jogging in the late afternoon snow. But yeah, it's a quiet and nice view from up here. There's one fold-out chair and an ashtray. I'm now picturing neglected patio furniture. You got it. <laughs> all right, snow, snowman time. I'm going to... As big a snowman as I can make with all of the snow that's up on this roof... And I'll try and have it posted up on the corner. <laughs> so that it is a gigantic falling ice hazard to anybody who's walking below. <laughs> it's majestic and it looms over the street with its jolliness. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to Nihalor for providing us the music. Uh, both the intro and outro were graded by him. And the title of the track is Bush Week.